Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Victory Church. We say hello to our viewers and listeners, and we are happy to be here in the house of the Lord. Today, February 3rd, 2019, we are doing our worship service number 123. We are going to worship the Lord. Tracy has some good songs to worship our Father. Let's stand up. Let's give thanks to Him for another day. Father, we love you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity of being in your house, worshiping you, Lord. And we want to give you glory and honor through these songs. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Amen. Worthy is the lamb that was slain. 
Worthy is the King who conquered the grave. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy is the King who conquered the grave. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy is the King who conquered the grave. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Oh, worthy, worthy, worthy. This is amazing grace. This is unfailing love. That you would take my place. That you would bear my cross. You lay down your life. That I would be set free. Oh, Jesus, I sing for all that you've done for me. Yeah. 
great unknown where feet may fail and there I find you in the mystery in oceans deep my faith will stand and I will call upon your name and keep my eyes above the waves when oceans rise my soul will rest in your embrace for I abounds in deepest waters your sovereign hand will be my guide where feet may fail and fear surrounds me you've never Presence of my Savior, Spirit, lead 
We want to give you thanks. Thanks for life. Thank you, dear Lord, for giving us the opportunity to be alive this day. To be here in this place, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We don't deserve it, Lord. We do not. We have done not good things. We have sinned. And yet, you see us with eyes of mercy. You see us with eyes of love, with eyes of compassion. And you pour out more of your mercy and your love into our lives. We can sense your presence in this place, Lord. We can feel how your Holy Spirit is renewing our strength, giving us new vision, washing our minds from bad things, leading us, Lord, to a new season, a new beginning, like your word declares, Lord. It's a new day, and you give us everything we need, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Please, Father, Pour out more of your Holy Spirit right now into our lives. Right now, Lord. Right now, Lord. More of your presence, Lord. That we can feel how your anointing, Lord, comes down in this place. Give me everything. You give me everything, you give me everything I need. You give me everything. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for your presence. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. You are beautiful to us, Lord. Probably you, you feel strange with a message from the scripture in a church with this title, right? Why are you angry? And you are thinking, well, I am not angry. I'm actually peaceful right now. <laughs> Why would you ask me that question? Well, first of all, the Lord talked to us, talks to us in different ways. Sometimes he talks to us. He does it in a very direct way in a particular moment. And other times he talks to us 
giving us the opportunity to consider certain concepts and ideas. And uh, perhaps if, if today you feel that this is not for you, I would like you to consider this for whenever things happen to you and you are angry, okay? But on the other hand, there is a possibility that somebody that is listening or watching is angry, actually. Maybe you, my friend, are angry. And I would like you to join us in this study to hear what the Lord has to say and read the scripture with me. All right? The scripture of today is in Romans 12, 19. And we will read it in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Don't try to punish anyone who does wrong to you. Wait for God to punish them with his anger. In the scriptures, the Lord says, I am the one who punishes. I will pay people back. Romans 12, 19. Sometimes the person that hurts us is someone that we don't know. It could be in the traffic, somebody that... Uh, you just met circumstantially in a place or it could be somebody that uh, you grew up with. There are occasions, friends, that, that where, where we are really not aware of how, how upset we are. <laughs> I don't know if you understand what I'm saying, but sometimes we just keep that anger boiling there, like hidden. Somewhere there, it's, it's, it's there. Like imagine a, a file that you have in a file cabinet somewhere and it's there. You don't want to think about it, but you know it's there. Anger sometimes is like that. And anger can come from different uh, sources. You know, sometimes that source is perhaps the people that raised us, our parents, our grandparents. Sometimes that anger is in our hearts because of something that a school teacher did to us. It could be somebody in the family, an uncle, uh, a relative. It could be um, someone that was even in church. It could be a pastor that hurt you. It could be uh, your spouse or your ex. It could be a child, <laughs> right? Some other relative, somebody. And it, as I said, sometimes that anger, anger is just there in a file, just there in a folder. And we need to understand what to do according with the scripture. Well, the first thing that we have to understand here is that the one that is going to take action about it is the good Lord. We don't need to do anything about it. We just need to trust in him that he will take care of those things. I remember in one occasion, I shared this uh, with some friends and this particular guy said to me, so what you are saying is I don't have to do anything because the Lord God is going to do something about it. And I said, well, this is what the scripture says. He says, well, I like that. <laughs> I really like that. Because that means that this person is going to receive some kind of punishment. 
And I think that is what this person deserves. <laughs> well, it's exactly how we feel sometimes. We would like to see something happening to individuals that hurt us. It's a, it's a human nature thing. Not that it's a good thing, but it's what we feel sometimes. Especially when it's deep into our hearts. There are some things uh, that uh, could be a reason why you are angry, if you allow me to, uh, to talk in second person. The first thing is that uh, you could be angry because you don't have what you want. Simply like that. You were hoping for something, but when you don't have that, you start to become becoming anger, angrier and angrier because you just don't have that thing. That is the first possible reason. The second possible reason is because you lost something that was too valuable to you. It was too valuable and you lost it. And that's why you are angry. The third reason is because someone hurt you deeply. It could be a betrayal. It could be simply that uh, they pay you back in the wrong way. That could be a third reason. A fourth reason why you could be angry is because someone stole something from you. If somebody stole something from you, naturally you will be upset. You will not be celebrating. You will be really mad. There is a fifth reason why you could be angry is because someone abused you. And probably here's where most of us get stuck in the mud. The abuse. And as a result of being abused, and somehow we couldn't find a way to, to fix that situation, we became really angry. You know, when, when any of those things happen to us, we feel like someone took our hope for a better future. It's like somebody stole that hope because we, we were hoping for a great future. But when any of those five things or other things happen to us and we don't have that, we are frustrated. When you are talking about a better future, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Well, a happy family. You, you were hoping to have a happy family. Since you were little, you wanted to have a happy family. I mean, it's not a fairy tale. It's just that it's, it's, it's a human thing. We dream for a happy family. We hope to have a happy family, to be in a happy atmosphere where, where we have the people that, that we care for and that they will love us. The second thing that we feel sometimes that somebody stole our took our hope. It was a successful career. You did what you needed to do at some point in your life. Perhaps you went to school, you did some training, you learned certain things, 
You worked hard in this company. You did everything by the book. You tried to, to accomplish everything that was possible because you were aiming, you were hoping that you would have a successful career and, and didn't happen to you. And that made you angry. A third possibility is that somebody did something to you that took your hope for a profitable business. Not always is that we are working in a company hoping for a great successful career. Sometimes it's just a business. We have this idea for a profitable business and we probably can get into a partnership with somebody. Or people are inventing things or creating things, discovering things, coming up with certain products or services and you just saw it, a very beautiful, profitable business for your future and something happened and you lost it. And that is the thing that you feel that your hope for the future was just taken away. Profitable business, simply, it could be just that you feel that that hope for a happy life is gone. And I, I said earlier, sometimes that is in a file and it's just there, sitting there somewhere because you have that against somebody, some people, and eventually is going to come up to the surface, eventually. Basically, you feel that someone broke your heart. You know, what, what are the feelings that we have when, when, we, when we go through all that? Hmm? It's a huge disappointment. You know, when, when somebody breaks our heart, sometimes, not just the the fact that we are angry, but sometimes we are so devastated that we cannot even put words together in our minds. We try to, we try to construct sentences that can explain how we feel and we are not able to do it. When someone breaks our heart, We want to go to sleep and we can't. <laughs> we know we need to eat, but we won't. We know that we need to take care of certain things, but we don't. <laughs> because our hearts are broken. Broken hearted. And, and the thing is, we, we, we move from being angry, slowly we move to, to a point of not just being mad, but to, to be frustrated, and even we can, we, be, we can become depressed because of that reason. And all that is because there is a file sitting there with those facts, 
against somebody. You see that? You feel that someone stole your, your joy. At some point, you, you were really cheerful. You were really joyful. You had hope. You saw many things, you know. And you pictured your future in such a way, and now it's, it's over. And it hurts. You know, when, when we are brokenhearted, friends, we just can't even draw a smile in our face. They tell us, right? Can you smile a little bit? And we, we try, right? We're like, I can't. I just can't. I can't smile. I can't laugh. And you know how is that? That when we go through that and we are angry and sometimes we can say certain things that sometimes we can't, we just can't process our thoughts and then we can start to become violent in our anger. And the first thing, probably we can just hit something like a table or a door, or throw something to the floor. And, and you know what kind of reactions we have when we are angry? Sometimes it, it gets out of control. And then we just hear things getting broken in, in our home. Devices. <laughs> Clothes, shoes. All kinds of things, all kinds of things, and they are flying in the house. You know, because we are so mad, so out of control in our anger. And then the most dangerous part, what is that? Is when not just we say things to people, but when we can hurt people directly. You know, the, the anger went out of control. And now the, the object that we throw is not going to the floor or to the window, but directly to the individual that hurt us. And to the head. Pow. Things like that happen because we are so angry for whatever reason. That's the reality of life. When we are so devastated, so upset, so angry. And uh, probably the part that hurts the most is, is that we feel that someone destroyed our faith. It's like, I don't have any faith anymore. And maybe, my friend, if you are listening, perhaps you even think, there is no point of praying, or perhaps there is no reason to read the Bible. What's the point, you think? Because not just your heart is all broken in thousands of pieces, and you don't have the energy to smile, but you just don't see how you could have faith anymore. Those are facts in the life of many people. Because we 
get hurt. Because we get hurt. And what is what we do after that, friends? What is exactly the thing that we do? You know, instead of being a loving individual, <laughs> now we hate everybody. We hate everything. We hate instead of love. And that's not the, the way that we were. At some point, we love everybody. But after being hurt, we, we become kind of this kind of individual, hating others. And then we start doing things to hurt ourselves. And you know, we, we have seen many people going in this path of self-destruction that is, is really dangerous. It is incredible the number of suicide cases in the world today. Because after being hurt and frustrated and depressed, then they can go to the point of thinking of hurting themselves. And some of them, they kill themselves. And other people don't, don't go to that extreme, but they hurt themselves constantly by doing things that they are not right. You know, they start drinking or using drugs or driving carelessly or not taking good care of themselves. Everything is a mess in the house, in the apartment, wherever they live. And, uh, and they just don't care anymore. And they start to hurt themselves. Some of them, they have to follow certain diets and they don't. Some of them, they have to take certain meds and they don't to hurt themselves <laughs> because they are really angry. The third thing that some people do is they start to hide instead of going out. You know, they are so angry. They just say, I don't want to have anything to do with anybody. Leave me alone. We say that, right? Oh, leave me alone. I don't want to be with anyone. And we want to go to a corner and close the doors and, and not not having contact with anybody because we are so mad, so angry. We don't want to be in touch with others. And uh, the other thing that we do is we criticize everything. When we are angry, we just criticize everything. It's, it's, everything is just wrong. We cannot appreciate anything. We are at that point where never anything is good enough. Never. I'm not saying that eventually things are not going right. I'm talking about people that all the time are criticizing everything. You don't hear a compliment at all. You don't hear any word of appreciation. It's just the criticism because that person is angry. And then you see them bitter and devastated. Bitter 
There is no sweetness at all. There is no kindness. And the devastation is so deep, so deep that, you know, <laughs> we can come to the point of being so mad at people that are happy. When we are in that point of frustration and we see somebody that is happy, we just envy that person and despise that individual. I remember watching a movie one day. This, this girl was crying with her mother in the kitchen table. And the mother said, what's the problem? And she said, well, you know, I just hate my life. For all these things, I hate my life. And I just can't believe where I am right now. Do you know, mom, she says, but today I was drinking a cup of coffee. And when I was starting to drink my coffee, I saw a couple that were there in the same place. They were holding hands and they were loving to each other. And I felt so angry again. And I despised them and I hated them. And I gave them a dirty look. She said in that movie. Exactly the way that we are sometimes. We are at that point, friends. And all that is because there is a file sitting there. Hidden. We know it's there. We don't want to talk about it, but it's there. And that frustration is just waiting, waiting for, for something, for something to happen. And then the explosion. And it's sad, friends. You know, the Lord Jesus told us what to do in Mark eleven twenty five. 25. He told us that we must forgive one another. And I want you to know that if you are angry, if somehow you feel deep in your heart that there is something, there is a file there, I want you to know that today is the day that you take that file and destroy it in the presence of God. And you will destroy that file by forgiving those individuals. And if you have to go back in your memory line, from the very beginning, do it. If you have to go back all the way through your childhood and find that father that was there, but wasn't. If you find there that mother that was not the person that she should be, or perhaps was somebody else in your childhood, whatever. Go back there to those memories. Take yourself back to that point of your life. And say to God, Lord, I want to forgive my father and my mother and my uncle and such and such person that abused me. 
from the bottom of my heart. I need to forgive them, Lord. And when you pray that prayer, pray it out loud. Make sure that you hear yourself saying those words. Because that file that I said to you earlier is just a root of bitterness. And perhaps you don't see it. But if it's there, it's hurting you. And the only person that is suffering with it is yourself. Because it's like having something so evil and nasty in your heart that is blocking your relationship with the good Lord. You must forgive from the bottom of your heart. One day somebody said to me, um, you know, I, I, I disagree with one thing that the Bible says. And I said, okay, what is that? <laughs> well, I disagree that uh, love has to forgive everything and just tolerate everything, you know. And I said, well, why you say that? Well, because uh, every time I talk to pastors and Christians about what's going on in my life, they say to me that I have to deal with it, that I have to be loving because that is love. God is love and uh, that God forgives everything. So I have to put up with it. And I said, what are you talking about? It's disrespect and abuse. Okay, <laughs> I said, well, listen, definitely we must forgive, I say. But one thing is that we are about to forgive and love people. And other thing is just to take all kind of disrespect and abuse from people. Those, those are two different things. You know, whatever happened in your childhood or in your past, you must forgive. You must go back to those moments and say, I forgive such and such. I forgive you such and such for what you have done to me. I forgive from the bottom of my heart. I forgive. But that doesn't mean, my friends, that today, because you forgave those people in the past, someone comes along in your life and is abusive or is disrespecting you, you will just say, yeah, go ahead. You know, I forgive you. Those are two different concepts and you have to understand that. Because you as a human being, you deserve to be respected. And if someone is disrespecting you, you have the right to say to this person, listen, I don't appreciate that. I don't like the way that you are treating me. I don't like the way that you are disrespecting me. I don't appreciate that thing that you are doing. What you are saying makes me feel really uncomfortable. I feel that you are abusing me. And I don't like it. And I want you to stop it. Do you understand, friends? 
Those are two different things. Yes, you must forgive everybody. Is what the Lord tells us to do, to forgive people. But one thing is to be forgiving. Another thing is that we don't respect ourselves. We have to respect ourselves and say, enough is enough. I, I draw the line here. You are not going to talk to me that way. You are not going to mistreat me this way. You are not going to do that. You know? Certainly, we need to come to God to ask for his forgiveness, to receive his peace and hope for our future. We need to come to the Lord. If you are still angry at somebody, forgive from the bottom of your heart. You have to forgive. And once you forgive this individual, come to the good Lord and tell him, Father, I'm sorry. This is not right. Having these feelings towards this individual, that's, that's actually evil. Because you are so loving and forgiving. It's not right. It's not right. So please, Lord, forgive me. That is the right thing to do, my friends. Once we forgive others, we, we should come to the Lord and say, Father, please forgive me. I want to be at peace with you. I don't want to have this thing between you and I because this, this hatred, this lack of forgiveness is sin. And I don't want to keep that in my heart anymore. We should do that. Now, do you know, friends, how we can prove to ourselves that we really have forgiven people? <laughs> because we say, oh, I already forgave him. You know, he was this and that, but I forgave him. She was this and that, I forgave her. They were this and that, I already forgave them. We say those things. But do you know what is the real proof? Is when you are able to pray for those individuals, asking the Lord to bless them. That is the proof. Oh, buddy, that is a little bit too much. <laughs> Some people say, you know what? I'm okay. Okay. I forgive them. I have nothing against them. But are you telling me that I should pray for blessings to those people? Are you kidding me? Do you really think that I can do that? Yes, I believe that. You can and you would. And you can do it because if there is a Holy Spirit in your heart, you are going to do God's will. And this is God's will, that we will be able to pray for those who offended us, Asking God for blessings. And you know what is going to happen, friends? 
then we will be healed. The healing in our emotions will come when we are able not just to forgive those who offended us, but to bless them. That we can pray blessings upon their lives. And I know that for some people that is something inimaginable. You cannot imagine doing that. I, I understand. Some people right now, if you are listening and you are really hurt, you are thinking, you know what, Gian? I think you're going way too far to what is humanly possible. <laughs> I know. I know that some of you might be thinking that way because you are deeply hurt. But eventually you would be able to. It's a decision. And you should make that decision because that will bring healing to your life. Will heal your emotions, will heal your, you know, your mind. You will be released and relieved. You will be free. You don't have anything against anyone. All this burden, it's gone. And then you will experience healing in your life. The restoration in your life is about to begin once you are able to do that, to forgive deeply and pray for those who offended you. And I would like you to read with me this beautiful passage in Isaiah 43, 19. This is what the Lord says. I am doing something new. You will grow like a new plant. I will even make a road in the desert and rivers will flow through that dry land. Isaiah 43, 19. You know, new things are going to happen to you. Once you are free of that, you know, your heart is going to be healed. You are going to become again tender, nicer, loving. You will be considerate again. You, you, you will start to develop that faith and hope. And friend, you even will be able to come to church. And you will say, you know what? It's, it's the right thing to do. I'm glad that I, that I listened to this message because I have to come back close to God. And that is what we, we want to encourage everybody. If you are in Odessa, come to Victory Church. Join us to worship the Lord. And there is one more thing that I have to tell you about this. Once your heart is renewed, you will be able to think clearly. You will think better. Your mind will be clearer. And things are going to become better for you. Tracy and I want to sing with you and for you a song that uh, perhaps you have heard in the past. And uh, so I invite you to join us. Thank you. 
God will make a way where there seems to be no way. He works in ways we cannot see. He will make a way for me. He will be my guide. Hold me closely to His side. With love and strength for each new day, He will make a way. He will make a
This is a good time to pray to God. Let's pray. We say, Dear God, I am sorry that I have failed you so much. I am sorry that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus. Thank you for opening my eyes. I need to change. Thank you for your forgiveness. I love you, God. Receive the forgiveness of your sins in the name of Jesus. And Together we all can declare, I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. My life is going to be great and blessed this year, 2019. Friends, thank you so much for coming up to church. And you are blessed in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We wish you a beautiful weekend and see you next Sunday. Turns from darkness to light. Anytime temptation comes and someone stands to fight. Anytime somebody lives to serve and not be served. I know, I know, I know, I know.